Well, hello and welcome to Gospel Conversations. This is Pastor Doug Dunbar at Gospel Chapel in Grand Forks, British Columbia. Uh, Gospel Chapel and the Pines Bible Camp. You can't really talk about one without the other. Um, Gospel Chapel has long had the um, core value of ministry to children and youth. And in, the in 1962, a property was bought up the North Fork, uh, just north of Grand Forks. Um, and in 1963, camp started. Uh, pastor George Martins, who uh, served Gospel Chapel as pastor for over 30 years, and other founding members of the church had a vision for a camp uh, that would reach children and youth with the gospel. Their vision became reality, and for almost 60 years now, the Pines Bible Camp has continued to live out that vision. Well, in the mid-1980s, I attended Pines Bible Camp as a camper. I helped in the kitchen with my Aunt Elner Martins, Iris Hoagie, um, and Old Frank, I can't remember his name, but Old Frank um, was there every year too. And uh, I think I got some pictures, um, maybe even with, uh, with Ben Schmidt, I think was helping in the kitchen uh, that, that same summer that I helped out too. And I think I got some pictures of that. Um, Mark Daniluk was one of my counselors, uh, Jerry Nickel, Pastor Ray's son, and, and a number of other uh, 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 friends, uh, really lifelong friends, uh, that uh, I even went to Bible college with at Briarcrest, um, attended camp together here. Uh, summer camp was always fun at the Pines, and it was formative in my life and my faith as well. Well, today on Gospel Conversations, we are going to sit down with Tim Metz, the uh, executive director of the Pines Bible Camp, and get to know him a little bit and get to hear his story, his journey of faith, uh, and his family, and uh, what's been going on at the camp and where they're at as, as a ministry now and what they're hoping for in the future. Um, Tim and Clarissa moved here in uh, 2019, uh, ran the summer camp that summer, and then for the next two years had to navigate the whole situation with COVID. And here we are in 2022 and uh, looking forward to a, uh, a more normal, uh, and Tim and I will talk a bit about this, a more normal summer. Uh, so today we're just going to talk to Tim, get to know him a bit, and get to hear his heart and passion for camping ministry and what he feels God is calling the Pines to be and to do uh, for his kingdom uh, here in Grand Forks as, as they seek to serve the churches and to come alongside churches helping with evangelism, discipleship, and leadership training. So here is my conversation with Tim Metz. All right, well, this is our conversation with Tim Metz from the Pines Bible Camp, and uh, we're just going to get to know Tim a little bit uh, as, as we come into this. Uh, Tim and Clarissa have been here for three years now. Yep. You moved here, what, about April? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, oh, yesterday. Three years yesterday, yeah. Three years yesterday, yep. they have been uh, part of Grand Forks and Gospel Chapel, but um, really... The last two years have been a bit of a gong show, so yeah. you're still kind of getting to know everybody here. Absolutely. Yeah, we were, we were excited uh, uh -huh. when we first came to get to know everybody. There are lots of, lots of people in the church with similar age kids and, and similar life circumstances, so we were excited about that. And then um, camp ended and COVID hit, and we've been kind of um, still in that new to the community mode for the past three years. Yeah. Yeah, well, this is Grand Forks too, so new to the community lasts for absolutely yeah the rest of your life here, really. Sure. Yeah. Small towns, yeah. <laughs> the way small towns roll. Yeah. And, and you've come from kind of small town too, yeah. right? Yeah, I grew up in small towns, um, moved here from Lillooet, which again was another really small town before that was in Princeton. So yeah, we've, we've been, since we've been in BC, it's been small town after small town, which we enjoy but definitely breaking into those um, those circles can be a little more challenging. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, we're, we're gonna back up a bit um, from the now and just get to know Tim mm -hmm. and, uh, and you know, a little bit of your story, uh, your faith journey and, uh, and your family journey as mm -hmm. well. So um, where were you born and where did you grow up? So, so I was actually born um, in Northern Manitoba, a little town called Leaf Rapids, a little mining 
town up mm -hmm. there north of Thompson. So we were in the boonies. <laughs> um, and yeah. then from there we moved to Saskatchewan after that mine was going through some changes. So um, ended up in Meadow Lake, Saskatchewan eventually. And that's really where I, I grew up. I would call that my, my hometown. Okay. Um, that's where I learned to love the riders and uh, <laughs> cheer, cheer for them still. Uh -huh. So yeah, really Saskatchewan is where I call home. Right. And that's really, um, yeah, a lot of my main life circumstances happened right. there in, in Meadow Lake. Awesome. Uh, how about the, the journey of faith? Uh, how did you yeah. come to know, know Jesus and what was that yeah. whole journey like for you? So yeah, so I grew up in a Christian home. Mm -hmm. um, pretty standard upbringing, going to church and, and all that. So I actually became a Christian at Torch Trail Bible Camp. Okay. Um, in in Saskatchewan, I was seven. I don't <laughs> I don't think I could pinpoint any specific reason why right. it was yeah. there. I just remember being on the swings and talking to my counselor, and then mm -hmm. yeah, that was that. Um, really, once I got into high school, it started becoming a little more real to me. I baptized um, in the summer of grade eleven uh, up at the camp I grew up okay. at, yeah. and um, but really, still kind of that surface level type of faith. Um, I knew what right and wrong was. I knew that I was saved, but there wasn't a lot of depth. Going to Bible school is really where I started mm -hmm. to kick in. I started asking those questions. What what does faith in Jesus mean? Um, how does it get lived out? What does it look like on a, yeah. in a practical level? Mm -hmm. And then really in the past five years is where I started to really embrace what just that richness of Christ and, and what he's done for me. and but also the weight of the responsibility hmm. that I have um, right. in obedience to him and, and in service to my family and to my church and, um, and, and yeah, in service to him. So, right. um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been an interesting journey, but it's, it's been good. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, and it's always growing. It's always Absolutely. changing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I'll be different tomorrow. Right. <laughs> and, and that's a good thing. It is. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully I'm different on the right side of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, awesome. Uh, so how long have you guys been married now? You and We've been so? married for 22 years. Okay. Yeah, uh, we actually met at camp. We did, the, okay. we did the thing that every camp director tells their staff not to do. Um, <laughs> but I didn't go there looking for a wife, and right. I don't think she went there looking for a husband. So um, it, it happens. It, it, it happens. Um, and who are we? <laughs> you know, what, what God has joined together, who can right. take apart. So, um, yeah, we've been married for 22 years. We have five kids. Yep. Um, born, yeah, right from 2002, right um, until 2012 is when our youngest was born. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and within that, you've been involved in fostering. Mm -hmm. You've adopted your youngest, too. Yep. Um, what got you involved in that, and how has that yeah. shaped you? Yeah, that is, this, this this could be a big one yeah, right this here. Is a, yeah. <laughs> when, when I was thinking about this and writing some notes, um, I got a lot on this and I had to pare it down. <laughs> pare down my thoughts. Uh -huh. But yeah, it, it really started with, they were friends of ours that we went to church with, they were in a small group with, and they were really heavily involved in, in fostering. Okay. And um, they mentioned to us one day, there's a need. There's this mom who went into the hospital, she's having her baby, and um, but the plan was for that baby to go into adoption. Okay. Um, but there wasn't anybody lined up, so they needed a temporary home. Mm -hmm. So we made some calls. We hadn't been officially designated as foster parents, but we were, uh, I guess, okay for, for respite, caring right. for this baby. Okay. So Clarissa went with the social worker to the hospital and picked up this little girl. Um, and she won her hearts. <laughs> and um, it, it was a really difficult experience. She wasn't with us for very long. Right. Um, and there were there were things with the process that didn't go quite the way we were hoping, and so it was mm. it was difficult. Um, but we were hooked at that right. point. Okay. And we decided let's take the training, let's get get the clearance, let's do all that we have to do, get our home study done, mm -hmm. all of that. And uh, and yeah, so we became foster parents. And um, throughout the the years that we were in Meadow Lake, we fostered probably fifteen to eighteen kids, um, okay. some for 24 hours, some for months. And, right. and Jenna and Elias, our youngest two, were, uh, were part of that. We were, mm. uh, we were caring for two of their older siblings. Okay. Uh, and then Jenna was born, and um, 
we no longer had the older two siblings they needed more specialized care hmm. and they were looking into an adoption situation so that worked out for those girls right. and that was they're in a really fantastic home hmm. and and then elias was born so uh, elias came with his sister and we we started that that adoption process okay. uh, there in saskatchewan um finally ended uh, eight years later right uh, we, yeah yeah like that was was that just last year, the year before, 2020? Uh, 2020. Yeah. Yeah, we, we had to go to Nelson to sign some final yeah. paperwork. But yeah, it's an interesting journey. It's something that has um, really deeply impacted us for for the better, mm. um, really understanding more um, what love looks like. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And, and not just love for the babies, but love for, for the, the families that are right. involved in this process. Yeah. Me meeting mom and dad um, mm. of the birth family and mm -hmm. um, sharing uh, with them and getting to know those families. Okay. Um, it's, it, it's an interesting, yeah, really, it's really hard to explain how, how, how that impacts somebody. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, what we've learned along the way and, and just the compassion mm -hmm. and, and um, joy that that we've had through that despite all of the challenges yeah, yeah some very some systemic stuff but also right. just the yeah bringing children in and out of your home it's a um it's hard on a person right <laughs> <laughs> but it yeah. wouldn't change it for the world yeah oh that's that's awesome and what before you were at the camp, like you were, you were in Lillooet, but you were you, you were working in social services. Yeah, I was thing, working right? in, in employment services. Okay, yeah, employment working, services. Yeah, okay. working with um, with unemployed folks, um, semi-employed, underemployed individuals right. who are yeah. So um, it, it's interesting. Some of the the folks that I served actually in Meadow Lake um, turned out that we we got to know them better or differently by fostering in within that circle whether right. in our home or within the circle okay. of, of foster families in in that community getting to know um, some parents and uh, who, whose kids were in care and then but also working with them to um, to find employment to get out of some of those root causes of where they were right. what got them into that situation and, and just walk with them hmm. so walking with the kids is an interesting thing but walking with mom and dad is a completely different right scenario and yeah. it's it's joyous as long as frustrating <laughs> <laughs> well yeah and you're seeing the bigger picture of how mm -hmm. how things yeah. uh, how things happen and you know kids don't just end up in foster care just no, because no the, no there's the, a bigger there's a much bigger yeah picture. and and they're the yeah there, there's a lot of stereotypes out there right but the the system really at its heart is there to protect mm -hmm. not just the child but also the the, the parent or parents in mm -hmm. and, and the family unit as a whole they're really there to to preserve that as best as they are able to mm. and sometimes it does turn into an adoption situation but right. the end result is always permanence in in one place or another right. and, and ideally and we would always um, advocate for the the parent as well that right. that's, that is where um, you know I in an ideal world Mm -hmm. That's where all of these, all the kids yeah. should, should be. Right. So, Yeah. Well, you're now in full-time ministry mm -hmm. at Pines Bible Camp. Uh, you have been involved in some camp ministry in the past. What, um, when did you sense God calling you into kind of that full-time ministry capacity? Mm -hmm. uh, what was that journey like and why camp? Well, yeah, <laughs> let's start with the why camp thing, I, I think, okay. first. Sure. Um, I, you know, as I mentioned, a lot of my story has involved camp. You right. know, I, I was saved at camp. I was baptized at my church's family camp. I attended camp since I was seven, or right. probably before that. I, I think as a as a child going to, to Simon House Bible Camp in northern Manitoba or West Bank in southern Saskatchewan, and you know, just being involved in camp from an infant. Right. Uh, it, it was, and I, you met your wife at camp, and I met my wife there. <laughs> it was just a, a natural. I think it was really just a natural thing, and I grew mm -hmm. up loving it um, from from camping to being a summer staff to doing some programming and speaking and ev everything across the board. It's just mm -hmm. kind of, um, yeah, that natural thing has always had a huge part of my heart. Mm -hmm. um, Full-time ministry, the calling, if I, if I think back, it's probably been there for longer than I 
would recognize. Okay. Um, in Bible college, I really started to feel that that call. I was thinking more in the lines of Christian education. I thought, well, I'll go and get my right. master's or my doctorate or whatever, and go and and teach in a Bible college okay. and kind of stay within that yeah. that realm. I I didn't feel gifted uh, in in pastoring or youth pastoring at all, um, but I wanted to kind of lead in, in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I did try my hat with pastoring for a while, and that okay. was that was bumpy. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Just, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and and I've done done other ministry right. positions. Um, so I think maybe I wasn't. I was looking where God wasn't leading. Okay. I, I think is a lot of it. Right. And uh, and now we came to camp. Um, I lost one of my jobs. I worked in a lot of government organizations, so contracts okay. shift and change. So, yep. so that position came to an end in, in Meadow Lake, and I was looking, and, and our kids had just gone back to camp, or okay. just gone to camp for their first time yep. up at the camp I grew up at. Hmm. And we really just fell in love with it again, not just me, but Clarissa and I and our, and our kids, we really... Just loved that. Hmm. So I was looking for a job. Um, that camp was looking for a director. I threw my name in, in the hat there. They wanted right. full. T- they, they wanted like part time, half time, and I wanted full time. And so it didn't hmm. didn't work out. Um, and then I started scouring the internet, and, and there was some in, in BC. So God led us to BC, um, and I learned a lot at the first <laughs> camp I was at. Um, I, I yeah. loved the camp. I loved the people that were involved mm-hmm. in there. Um, it was messy. Okay. There, there's a lot of things, and we don't need to go into details. But yeah, there right. was just a lot that was that was going on, and it mm. had to. It, it was it was hurting me. It was hurting my family. I just had to make that decision right. to to take that step back. Right. And then, yeah. And is that when you got into the employment thing? Yeah, that's when, yeah. That's when I went made back. Made the transition. Yeah, from I went back into employment services. Okay. That's why I was doing yeah. that a lot in in Meadow Lake mm-hmm. um, between some ministry appointments. Okay. Um, uh, my first full-time, other than pastoring, was working in a drop-in center, okay. um, doing employment services there, and and it was a Christian-based organization. So, so I had mm-hmm. I got my feet wet there. Then I moved to a, a, a nonprofit, and then moved between the the camp, and 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 Pines. I yeah, I did that employment right. services again in, in Lillooet, and yeah, I was able to heal. Right. A little bit from, uh, probably didn't really understand how much the, the hurt from some of these other uh, ministry positions mm. um, was built into not only my experience, but my response right. to okay. to some of the camp stuff yeah. that was going on. So okay. it will take a couple of years to, to breathe and heal <laughs> and um, yeah. yeah, really rediscover my faith again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And so... Now you're here. Yes. Been here for three years. Mm -hmm. Um, What led you to Pines? How did you find out? I mean, you know, that this happened shortly after I got here. They were looking for a a director. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, here you are. How did did all that come about? Um, From your perspective. Yeah, from my perspective, (laughs) I I always say it was God. Right. I wasn't looking. Hmm. I, I was very content, maybe complacent. Okay. It, where where we were, and that's probably the most dangerous place <laughs> to be. And uh, yeah, I just accepted a new role within within the, the organization I worked with. That wasn't just okay. a little bit focused. It was it was within the entire provincial scope of the, the organization I worked for. Okay. Um, we were doing work on the house. We got the yard all set up. We were we were. <laughs> set to to say a little bit this is our forever right. home uh, okay and then uh, in october of 2018 yeah i got a phone call out of the blue from uh, a guy i met at the previous camp okay um, we got to know each other fairly well but he's friends with one of the dads of of at the time one of our local leadership team members okay and they were talking on a hunting trip i think mm-hmm. and said pines is looking for a director so the next day i got the i think it was the next day or whatever i got this phone call saying pines is looking for a director and you need to apply <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this doesn't sound familiar at all <laughs> that's right yeah so um i wrestled and i fought yeah. you yeah. know my past yeah. experience is it, 
has been bumpy to this point. Right. And yeah. even though I'm still sensing this call in, in ministry, mm -hmm. um, I, I wrestled. And yeah. so it was, we, we, we threw out some, some fleeces okay. and, and put some, <laughs> you know, put some tests uh -huh. <laughs> out there. <clears throat> um, and what, one of them was really the adoption right. for Jenna and Elias. Um, we, we said, we don't want to move again until yep. the paperwork is done and the or adoption order is in place because we don't want to start a new home study. We don't want to... Do oh, yeah, because that's all tied yeah. to the physical it, house, it, too. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. that has to be approved and, and the order has to be in place, really. We didn't want right. to put them through any more delays. You right. Know, it's been eight years. Right. So it's, a, it's too long. So um, December, middle end of December, we get a phone call. Um, from social workers saying paperwork's ready to go if you come tomorrow that works if you wait till after christmas i won't be here it'll be a new social worker and we might have to do some different things so i said uh -huh. okay so i phoned my boss said i'm taking tomorrow off i'm going to to kamloops i'm signing right. paper da, da, da. so yeah december 21st 2018, we signed the adoption order. That was done. That one fleece was right. <laughs> was taken care of. Okay. <laughs> so I think it was, so that was December 21st. Uh huh. I think it was Boxing Day. I sent my my resume and cover letter in. Okay. And so that was the one, <laughs> the, the one hurdle. Uh -huh. um, physical, the easy thing. The, the right. inside my head was the other right. piece, <laughs> uh, calming those fears. And so I ended up having a phone call with Devin. Cherzenoff, who was the, uh, the the chair of right. our local leadership team at the time, yep. and uh, I'm pretty sure I asked him more questions than he asked me. Uh -huh. And I don't I don't remember much of right. the conversation. Okay. I just remember feeling afterwards that yep. there's some peace there. I, I felt hmm. I felt confident, mm -hmm. um, not not in me, but just in in this this call that okay. you know I, I think this would be a good a good move and a, right. a positive. Thing for us, and uh, you know, we hadn't even been officially interviewed. We haven't seen the camp. None of this at the it's time. But one phone I, call. <laughs> yeah, I, I, but I had I had some some mm -hmm. peace about it, and, and God was really right. softening my heart hmm. to to go into to ministry again. So then February right. we came out here for the interview, and again a few more questions, a few more tests of God. Yeah, with, you know, we know there's housing on site, but we're we're not a huge family, but we're a family of seven. So we, yep. we need to make sure the house will fit. And so we said, okay, if there's four bedrooms, it, it's a strong possibility. If there's five, it's a no-brainer. We walk in, there's five bedrooms, say no more. I haven't done my interview yet. I haven't even been offered the job, but we're like, yep, th okay. this is this is it. Yeah. And uh, and but but still, mm -hmm. I'm like, it's just a possibility. Nothing set in stone. I still have my job. Right. And that is is fine. Mm -hmm. Come back to work on on Monday or Monday or Tuesday. Um, had a meeting with my CEO, and we, we as an organization, again, government contracts, we were going right. through some contract negotiation. And, uh, and I, I knew there were changes. I knew, I knew Lillo was, was being revamped to a certain degree. Okay. So, but I was still, because I was in this now more provincial role, I felt fairly secure. Well, he's, Tim, we gotta just let you know that we'll be laying you off in, in October. And I said, you know what? Uh, Tom, we here's where I was this weekend. Here's why I booked Friday off. Right, and so I got to share a little bit about. I don't know if I went directly into the gospel, but I got to share right. a little bit about what this was and, and how I, I really felt that you know this is perfect timing. Well, and it, it's not. It, it's it's God's plan here. So yeah. don't feel bad <laughs> about you know because it, it's a hard thing when you lay yeah. people off. Right. Um, so uh, I, yeah, I was able to, to share a little bit of, of mm -hmm. my story and God's story as a result yeah. with, with our CEO. And uh, it was either that night or the, the next evening I get, a, I get a call or an email from the local leadership team here at Pines offering me the, the role. Right. So um, yeah, yeah <laughs> here I am, you know, out of the blue, I get this phone call yeah. and, and God changed my heart. He, he worked in me to yeah, soften me to get back into ministry. Yeah. And it's it's been a phenomenal decision. We can serve together as a family, which is one yeah. of our one of our, our key pieces that we wanted to do. Right. We didn't want it where I'm at, at the camp and the family's all at home, but where we can right. actually serve together. And this yeah. has been a phenomenal move. And hmm. it's been 
not that it's been smooth every day. No, of course, because right? it's ministry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and yeah, when we're doing yeah. when we're doing God's work, as as you know, there's there's challenges that, that come yeah. up. But um, definitely um, sensing and 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 really having confidence that that God did all of the work to bring me here. That it's not me. Right. It allows me to rest more on who God is and and his his plans for the camp and, yeah. and his ministry rather than looking you know me looking at my resume or whatever and saying wow look what I did to get here <laughs> I wasn't even looking <laughs> right and 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 then, you, and then there's those three main I guess there's there's almost like three main dots that you guys knew had to be connected which yeah. was the adoption thing mm-hmm. uh, the housing thing and and then unbeknownst to you coming and doing the interview but then finding out like because it, it sounded like you went came here for the interview yeah not knowing that that there was going to be this revamp and that your mm-hmm. job was going to be phased out yeah yeah I, no, I, I had no idea yeah I didn't have to like you're coming from a place of stability to a place of well we'll see yeah to almost oh well all the the decision's been made for me yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I, I didn't have to quit a job right it was yeah if there was anything more clear right I, I don't know what what else could have been put there <laughs> to, to just rip those blinders off my eyes and say right. you are going back into ministry yeah and yeah um, which I think the other roles that I did have it was me applying it mm-hmm. was me initiating that that process right uh, to a to a degree i think obviously god did open those doors yeah um and which did lead me to pines but it was mm-hmm. kind of me and my you know my desire to get back into camping ministry my desire to kind of do but now yep. it's like my desire was kind of to be content in little wit <laughs> <laughs> and that got thrown out the window yeah which which we're happy for <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome so you got here April 2019, yeah. just before summer camp starts. So mm-hmm. a lot of that first summer here, everything was already kind of pre, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, R- Riley had, had been the camp director up until that point, had mm-hmm. set up a lot of the stuff for yes. summer. Uh, so you kind of came in, had to run that summer as is. Yeah, yeah, I just watch and learn, and I made a couple of hiring decisions. Right. Um, but for the most part, summer was set up, and I just got to watch and, and right. learn and see what what is Pines all about. How does Pines right. do camp, and and what makes that different than any other camp that I've been involved right. in? Um, and yeah, just watch and yep. and see, and and hopefully yeah, get to know the community a little bit. But really, it was yeah, yeah hit the ground running and hopefully learn something along the way. <laughs> <laughs> Survive exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so that's summer 2019. Mm-hmm. Not not a normal year for you as a camp director because you're coming into stuff that's already been yeah. done. Yeah, everything uh, was planned. And then summer 2020 and 2021 happened. Yep. So really this coming summer is your first normal. Yeah, and I'm trying not to use the word normal because uh, I, I, when I communicate out, I, I, right. I say this is a it'll look. We're not going back to the way it was 2018. Yeah, it, it'll look more like a typical summer. Right. Yes. Whatever that is. Whatever that is, but it's not, it's not. It's not going to be normal by any right. stretch, because there's still things that we we don't know what what will happen, and yep. there's still things that there's decisions that were made in the past two summers. Right. That worked out really well. That we will continue to be adapting into our summers now yeah so what were the last two years like for the camp ministry i mean that's i mean Mm -hmm. it was challenging enough for a church but for a seasonal ministry there had to be an extra layer of challenge to that absolutely so yeah we're a summer camp obviously we're used to having kids come out and and we're living in community with 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 overnight camps and um and school groups and, and all of a sudden all of that got got stopped so we had to find new ways and new um new methods to to share the gospel and to to do right. evangelism not not only just with our community but with people who might be traveling to the area for for summer there weren't quite as many restrictions travel wise that that first year right um so we we opened up the camp 
to, to do some more family ministry. We, we invited families to come and camp, whether we were serving them or they were just doing their own, their own camping. And right. um, the conversations that we were able to have with families saying this is you know, our first family camping trip or the first time we've actually been able to get away. Right. Um, and the opportunities that COVID presented that right. where everything was shutting down and we weren't really allowed to do a lot of traveling and, and like typical holidays, normal type holidays. Mm -hmm. Families were going and, and getting together and right. doing uh, Christianese, doing life together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and, and to see that, so so twenty twenty one, we thought, how can we maximize that? There was a few right. more openings. We were able to do some overnight camps last year, mm -hmm. so that opened up some family camping, some formal um, where we could serve and we could open up our dining hall to a certain number of of people, and we we right. could do do some. Some additional things last summer. So, so seeing family ministry take hold, right, and uh, and also through this, we're partnering with churches to see how how can we serve churches who can't gather, right, uh, who who are very limited, but to mm -hmm. come outside at camp, and so so partnering, yeah. partnering with Gospel Chapel for, well, yeah. for for spring church services for a couple months. Yeah, I think what, we were there April and May last April year. April and May, yeah. yeah. So you know, it was phenomenal to yeah. do church. Yeah, you know in God's creation. Yeah. It's like yeah, this that was great. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't like a camp church service, but it was it, it was church and yeah. it was it was phenomenal. Um so yeah, that that really mm -hmm. there was pieces of, of our regular camps. We did day camps mm -hmm. and we did like I said, we did some some overnight camps last summer. Right. But the what we saw with families being impacted okay. and and families coming together and just like oh wow, I, I didn't know Church could be fun. Right. <laughs> Christianity could, you know, we could have this this much right. fun right. as a family. You know, yeah. challenging, going out on the high ropes yeah. together, and you know, growing together in those in those moments. Right. Or um, yeah. seeing moms and dads be like, oh, we really need to do this more, and mm. having ha having them hear them say, like, you know, I, I, we need to bring this into our home. Right, you know this the stuff that we're learning at okay. camp, stuff that we're doing together at camp. We need to do more of this, not just you know in not the just summer, at camp, yeah, not just at yeah. summer, but this yeah. needs to be part of our everyday. Whether it's you know doing doing family worship together, or whether it's just making time as a family mm -hmm. and setting aside a weekend or whatever to yeah. do stuff. It's like it was. It's pretty incredible. Cool. And so, how can we adopt those pieces right. into? into summer 2022 and, right. and beyond. Yeah, yeah. So what what is this summer now looking yeah. like? Yeah, so this summer, <laughs> is, it's it's really exciting. So our spring is packed. Okay. We got school groups and 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 families booking and saying, I mean, we haven't been here for a couple of years, so they're, right. they're excited and we're turning groups away because we're just full. We've got a wait list of four, yeah. four or five schools plus a couple others that are just waiting hoping to, to get in and, right. and if they can't get in now they're already booking for next spring so it's, okay. it, wow. it, it's, it's exciting <laughs> that's good um, and, and we've also uh, partnered with some churches right. so we've got church family camps coming we've got church youth camps we've got um, yeah, all, all of that okay. happening again this summer so our, our July is going to look a little different than normal right. um, whereas typically we would have overnight camps July and August this summer we are we're partnered with four different churches to come through okay. through the month of july so we're running our day camps and our lit program um but our our monday to friday cabins will be filled with with churches and, okay uh, or church youth camps or whatever the case right. may be right and so it, it's it's an interesting um it's a, it, there's it, not a departure from what we're doing. It's it's right. it's enhancing how are we doing evangelism and discipleship and leadership development right um we're really Partnering with churches to that to do that at Pines, but then take that piece back, back to, the, to the church and and continue on where where we just really don't have that capacity to um, to do that that level of follow up that level of discipleship from you know a hundred miles away. Right. So right. and then but August will look very much like our typical right. summer. Kick it off yep. with, with family camp at the end of July. Yep. and then get into our overnight camps and, and continue day camps and continued LIT program. Yeah, cool. So um, that's kind of what's going on for 2022. And and this, mm -hmm. I, I, I know we've, uh, Tim and I have 
talk often. So this is one of the, the one of the things that's really on your heart is the partnership with the churches, mm-hmm. uh, so that what what happens at camp is just an extension of the church rather than Absolutely. something separate. Yeah. Um, and how, how like uh, so? There's you just said there's four four churches that are kind of partnering with you. How have those come about? And what's the what is that kind of looking like? Uh, well, one is is kind of a formal partnership right now. Right. Yeah, the other ones are just we're we're just exploring. Um, yeah. Really, so so one church we've uh, we've partnered with for for their youth camp to come out, right. and and run their their camp for for two weeks out of the summer. We've talked right. maybe three, but right now the post COVID <coughs> we, we want to yeah we, we want to ease into that. Um, <laughs> And last year when they were here, they in total between the two weeks had about 120 campers, right? So and staff, so it was yep. pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. So this year we're expecting more each week to have about that many people, right? Um, and then along with that, um, making the camp available for for their whole church congregation to come and do do a family camp on, on right. a weekend or or open up part of the camp for them to come and do do camping, whether it's you know at the end of end of the summer season or at the beginning or kind right. of it, while their youth camps are happening. So yep. we're, we're, we're building out what those look like. We're really in the baby stages of how that right. operates and how we're not going to be impacting too much of what Pines ministry looks like um, while still being able to maximize their church's experience and, and being able to, like we said, bring that yeah. back home right um, to their church, to their community groups, to their families. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another group is, is coming back after not being at Pines for the past couple of years due to COVID. Right. Um, and that's a youth camp that we've been working with them for, for many, many years. Mm. Um, um, through, they've got churches coming from all over the interior okay. to, to just come and, and really it's a worship week, yeah. week of, of camp and it's, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then a new church that, that's coming, um, they came and saw our facility like, we're just going to book this every year. <laughs> All right, and uh, and yeah, it's more of yeah. a, a family, full church type event. Right. It's not a youth. So, that, so I'm really excited about that to see yep. you know infants and and toddlers, the grandmas, the grandpas, and everyone in between being yep. coming out and being doing camp, but also uh-huh. doing church and doing life, right. and all of that growing together. Yeah, um, and. Uh, yeah, look for just serving them and washing their dishes and right. that. It's, it's going to be a little <laughs> and, different. And, and by the way, Gospel Chapel, uh, last week of last weekend of June, we are booked to do family camp again. We had mm-hmm. what thirty, about thirty or forty people last year. Yeah, we were pretty close to that fifty uh, capacity. Fifty, 50 capacity, we and so that's the very last weekend from Friday to yeah. Sunday. Uh, we'll be up at the camp, uh, so registration for that will. Soon, be coming soon, <laughs> and this year there there are no capacity restrictions. Yeah. So so all the we, cabins, all the cabins, the full dining hall, full dining hall, um, the campground. Uh, most of yeah. us stayed in the campground last year. Yeah. So the, yeah, we've, yeah, RV park cabins. Yep. Bring a tent, sleep under the stars. Whatever you want. Travel home for night. Yeah. Whatever. It was forty five degrees last that weekend. Was that little, was that really really hot weekend. And it it was a hoot though. Yeah. It was it was, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, we yeah, had a the, great. Great time. So last weekend of June, details are coming. Yes. <laughs> uh, what are some of the challenges you're currently facing as a, as a ministry? Uh, so, whether that's personally or just the camp. Yeah, camp I, I think I'll, I'll keep it. Which way do you want to go yeah. with that? I think I'll, I'll keep it to the camp. <laughs> to the camp. Side. Yeah, I, I've got my own struggles. And <laughs> Save that for an off-camera yeah, time. That's right. Um, so I, I, the, the two big ones, and they're kind of related, but kind of kind of separate as well. Um, the biggest, I think, that that has more of an existential um, challenge is the storm and recovering right. recovering from that. It's ten years ago now, um, yeah. but it's often the first conversation when when I mention that I, I serve at Pines. I go, oh, that's where that big storm was. Right, um, and. Um, or when people who were here years ago come out to camp, they know, wow, the, the landscape is really different. This doesn't look anything at all like pines. And so there's a, yeah. there's there's trauma. You know, yeah. there, there's actual trauma for those who are there, but there's also this, uh, you know, this trauma that um, this camp that you grew up at and you love, and it looks a certain way in your mind, and your experiences were were shaped 
by the landscape, now it looks completely different. Yep. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'm going to ask my Uncle Tim to send me some pictures of when I helped out at the mm -hmm. camp in grade 10 or 11. Yeah. And in the original dining hall. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah things it, that just aren't there anymore. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, the whole thing feels very different yeah. now. And, and yeah. for me, I, I didn't see the camp prior. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I hear through story and I hear through through people's experiences and, and yeah. that it, <clears throat> the camp itself has changed. And, and it's it will forever be changed. It won't, yeah. be, it won't ever be pre-storm pines. And, and so... I, yeah. What I think of the transition that that I came into, um, just just for my role, I, I actually see that transition started in 2012 yeah. at the storm. Right. That's really when transition started, and so so one of the challenges how mm -hmm. do we how how do we work with within that context right. of of the community that that has been healing and and growing and uh, but also still feels the effects of that storm right how how does how does pines be that place of healing and retreat while also still recognizing and knowing that that this is a hard place for some right. people and it, whether they were there or or not during during that event mm -hmm. um there there is still there's there's emotions attached to that so how can yeah. we how can we welcome and, and help people heal through that, but while also, you know, continuing to, to recruit and and build on on yep. what God has been doing there. Yeah. So it's a it's that's a that's an interesting. Like I said, it's an existential yeah. <laughs> challenge. It's that not is, necessarily a, yeah, yeah. a a practical. If I only had this, it would right. be better. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the one that that yeah, is for sure. Yeah. So it, yeah, yeah I, I just know you know I'm walking around camp. And mm -hmm. you know it's, it's been breezy here the last couple of days, and right. so um, you, you get into the into the trees and, and it's howling and, and whistling through there, and you think, yep. you know, so I'm evaluating risk, but I'm also having conversations with with people about how we could utilize the site for um, for healing for a right. lot of um, a lot of the challenges that we do with our high ropes course can really be integrated into um, like mental health. Uh, right. Programs and, okay. and all of those things. So there's uh, there there's good that can come out of this, right? As well, and we're yeah. just how how are we getting to that? Yeah, yeah. So that's that, yeah, and a big existential challenge there. Yeah. Um, other other challenges that are kind of I, on your radar at the moment. Yeah, I think that the second the, the biggest one that's a real one that that we could deal with it is debt. Debt. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. we, we, we do hold a significant <clears throat> debt, mm -hmm. which is, um, it's holding us back from really moving forward right. with, with a lot of things with the ministry. There's some projects that we would mm -hmm. like to do, some some expansion with, with some of our programming even, yep. um, but we're limited because of the, the weight of the of the debt that right. we hold. And so we're, we're working very, very diligently to you know make make payments as we are able to um, yep. small monthly payments are working with the, with the camp society to mm -hmm. ensure that that's happening and and our um, the conference has been very gracious with right. us but but it, it is hanging on us and yep. um, so there there's some decisions that that we are hesitating to make because mm -hmm. of, of this this debt you know right. um, a big one is we, we really need a, a year-round program director Right, another um, full-time staff. Another full-time staff member. Yeah, but we we have this this financial obligation to meet. Right, but by hiring somebody, there's that other, you know, there there's yeah. added pressure to the budget. Yeah. So, but we can't really expand. We were having this past winter. We we had a couple of groups come and and it was fantastic, but it was hard. Right, <laughs> on, on you're the, the only guy family there. To, yes. to be able to lead a group of <clears throat> yeah. of, of youth yeah. um, for for a short even just a weekend, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's it's a lot of a lot of pressure. So right. bringing that person on would would open that up, and it would probably it, it will I guarantee it will generate uh, you know more programming opportunities, which will help right. you know cover the cost of some of that. Bring yeah, bring, bring the income stream in, but you need to spend the money to have a person right. there to create yeah. the programming to support yeah. the ministry so that 
It's a chicken in the egg. Yeah, kind of we're, thing, we're right? very much in. A, yeah, the catch twenty two. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and so, but also with that, as we expand programming, our facilities excellent for winter. Yes, you know, for for youth, it's okay having the bathrooms where they are. Right. But for a, a, a church family event or a men's retreat or a women's retreat in February, um, having a couple cabins with bathrooms attached would probably be ideal. Right. Yeah. But you know, be, we can't That's make it. those financial decisions until we, we get that debt yeah. taken care of, yeah. and and so, yeah, that's that's a big yeah. weight, right? Um, but it, it, yeah, we're we're kind of <clears throat> just in in maintenance right mode right, right. now. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and at the at the end of this, we can talk about how to mm -hmm. how, how people can support uh, the camp uh, directly. Mm -hmm. uh, as a church, we support the camp financially on two levels, one uh, for general operational budget and two uh, on a debt reduction strategy Absolutely. that's been put forward by the camping at BCMB Camp Association, mm -hmm. uh, which we're, we're part of uh, that debt reduction strategy, and it's part of our budget for the next 10 years, mm -hmm. and other churches have, yes. have committed to this as well, so there's... There's hope for that. Absolutely, yeah. We, we do see we do see the end. Yeah. Um, but it's still that. It's it's still a, a it, it's it, a long game. It is and debt it's a, reduction it's a reality, strategy. But, but I think once yeah. that once we really start rolling with that strategy, it will free up some of my some of my brain power. Right. <laughs> and and even some of our, our programming ability yeah. to be able to do that. And and as we expand our programming. We may be able to just pay it down faster by having a right. little bit extra right. to, to do that, or be able to raise some of those other funds to yeah. get get the facility where it needs to be. Right. Um, but yeah, there's. The, I would say, challenge-wise, those would be the the two biggest ones. Yeah. Um, and I guess kind of a smaller-ish one, just being in transition for so long. There's some, some just behind the scenes day-to-day -day stuff that. We need to work at, at modernizing and updating. We're we're working within them, and there's there's nothing wrong with what we're doing. It just has right. to be updated. Right. Um, with some of our policies and processes and systems that we're using, we've even yeah. integrated a few new ones. But we're only able to use this much of it because we just don't have the time to invest into really using the full scope of it because right. we're just you know going. And, yeah. And so yeah. Uh, I'm working on all of those pieces. Yeah. Um, with, with some support, but for the most part, it's, yeah, it's, you're, it's on my shoulders. You're, you're, yeah, <laughs> you're kind of on your own in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah so, so those are kind of two or three big rock items for the camp mm -hmm. right now. And, and even just as we're going ahead into, into the summer, there's, um, uh, there's some key positions that Absolutely. you need yeah. coming into this summer. Yes. What, what so, are those? So we need, a, we need a program director for the summer. If, if or, or year round, you know. Right. right now, I'm. I'd be happy with just a summer director if, right. it, if it turns out to be something different. But just something to take the pressure off and yeah. um, have the lead, lead our summer team and, and lead our summer camps. Right. That would be a, a huge blessing. The, the the team that I have hired right now, I think they could take team that role, um, but it would leave gaps. Right. Where where. Yep. where would be otherwise better to have those filled. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then the other, uh, with our leadership team also, is our uh, LIT co-directors, so a male right. and a female, to, to lead our, our leaders and training program. Right. Um, which really we, we kind of resurrected last year from SURF, PLT, there was, it was kind of a bunch of different iterations. Right. Um, but it took a f few years off, and yep. now we, we've re rethought what that looks like and created right. some more intentionality within that discipleship and leadership development program. Yeah. So we need a, we, yeah, we need, we need a guy and a, and a girl, a young man and young woman to, right. to lead that. Yeah, because you've already got a number of um, students signed up. I do, yeah. To be in the LIT program. Yeah, we've got. Now you need the leaders to lead that program. Exactly. Yeah, so we're running, <laughs> we're running three two-week sessions right. um, for of each four guys, four girls in each in each right. session, and there's room for one more guy. So we've got 11, 11 young men registered, ready to go, and right. I think we've got um, four, five, six right. 
uh, young ladies yep. registered as well. So um, having that, um, it, the things that the youth learn through that uh, and the growth mm -hmm. that we've seen um, is, is phenomenal and um, it, it does create the potential for future camp leaders, but it also really the goal of it is to create young leaders uh, right. in home, school, church, you know, in, yep. in, in life right. and, and really yep. help them understand their, mm -hmm. what is Christianity? What, what is yeah. this all about? Yeah. And so this year we're going through a book that really answers that, that question. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, how can we pray for you in the camp? Well, I did write this down because <laughs> uh, I, I just want to, yeah. Um, I, I think the big thing is is endurance and rest. Okay. Um, yep. Camp is a is a place where we have to be on a, a lot oh. of a lot of the time. Yes. Twenty three out of twenty four hours a day. <laughs> um, and and it, it's it, it yeah when you're out and about with the kids you're you're running yeah um, and the kitchen is is going the planning is going like everything is, is happening you're always yeah on, on monday when when the kids get here you're starting to plan for the next monday so yeah. we're, we're always working that so we, we need a lot of endurance but we also this year we're, we're trying to build rest periods and be more right. intentional Good. with that we've always had that but yep. we're going to be a little more strict with no you're on your rest period you're not helping with dishes you're not right. you're you're off you know go uh, go to your cabin yep. you know perfect yeah so we're yep. so just that we will take those opportunities to rest whether it's mm -hmm. a oh wow i'm sitting and i don't have anything to do right now we 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 are um i guess wise right with those with those decisions yep um but also that we have that just uh, and we always have it god is always faithful mm -hmm. <laughs> that that endurance that it's like wow yeah. we made it and then day camp and we, day camps end or the yeah that day after we're just like flat out right. sleeping yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, i don't know how i made it this far but, but we did. so yeah i just really yeah, yeah really um endurance pray for those rest endurance rest uh staffing staffing um, yeah as mentioned um mm -hmm. and also not just that that we get the staff but that our staff are coming really with that heart to share the gospel right you know, that's the big you know it, it, in all of the things that i shared about mm -hmm. really if we're not doing the gospel mm -hmm. why do we exist yeah so that they have that heart for the gospel that mm -hmm. that heart to just infuse it in everything that we do yeah that is mm -hmm. that that's a big piece from mm -hmm. um from our leadership team to our our day camp leaders to to our volunteers and to our kitchen mm -hmm. you know everywhere across the board that there's just this willingness and this desire and thirst for the gospel yeah awesome awesome so endurance rest staffing mm -hmm. and we can we can pray about the the financial yeah. challenges that mm -hmm. the camp uh faces uh even for the long term yeah you know the the uh, the issues of of healing recovery um you know, yeah, because yeah, the, the camp has been in transition for ten years now. Yeah, and that's mm -hmm. uh, uh, that's that's not a small small thing. Yeah. Um, how can people get involved right here? What are some opportunities for right now? Let's see, people in Grand Forks or the Boundary Region mm -hmm. uh, over the summer. Yeah. So before summer, um, and and even during the summer, volunteering. That's a huge. Yeah. Piece. Our kitchen. We'll kick into high gear first part of May. Okay. We've got, we've got early May. Early May. We've got groups coming already. Okay. Um, so we'll we'll need um, some some help in the kitchen. Um, our grounds always need need a little bit of work, whether it's cutting grass or cleaning up something that right. fell or broke or whatever. Yeah. Vince again, he's only one guy. He can only do so much. Right. So having some other people to to support him. Yeah. Um, with maintenance and, and groundskeeping would be fantastic. Um, April 30th, we have a, a work day right. planned. Okay. So some of the things we're, we're wanting to get done, are we want to clean cabins and the dining hall, just you know, top to bottom, top to bottom get that scrubbed and cleaned and um, okay. just ready to go. There's there's always <coughs> raking and, and pruning and deadfall that has to be cleaned up. And there's okay. there's one section back by our RV park that it's just a mass of tangled trees from from winter. So there's okay. yeah, chainsaws and. Okay. 
take a load of fire hose. Fire hose <laughs> <home with you. laughs> that's what I did last year. That's right. So, <laughs> so actually, that's I think around there, maybe that same area is where there's I, there's a lot more down. So yeah, okay, well, lots of free right. firewood. Um, there we go. So that's a, that's a big a big piece. Mm -hmm. um, and then yeah, just just coming and with, with your hands right. is is a huge a huge help. Um, just pray for us. Um, yeah. That's a just don't don't forget to pray for pines. Right. Um, and especially the campers. Yeah. Uh, they're coming from all sorts of backgrounds. I, I don't know where they're coming from. Yeah. But they're they're coming, and God is bringing them yeah. to pines for for a purpose. Right. And so just pray that their their hearts would yep. be open, their ears would be open to, mm -hmm. to to just hear the gospel and respond to it. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, finances. There's, yeah. there's lots of ways to give. Um, speaking specifically of debt, we, the, the BCMB Camp Society, has created a, an endowment fund, okay. uh, which has a variety of purposes, but it, it is to support all five of the camps with, okay. with some, some fairly major expenses or, or costs that impact our budget mm -hmm. significantly. Um, but right now, the, the main purpose of it is to help Pines and, and other camps who may be experiencing debt okay. to, to help offset that or, or to make those payments on our behalf right and, um, yeah take take that load right. off of us so that we can start seeing that that light and and making some yeah. some growth decisions for for the camp so is there is there a link or a, yeah a site that people can go to specifically for I that believe, endowment fund and debt reduction yeah, I believe if you go to campsbc.com there, there's a couple of, of, of donation links there so you can give okay. either specifically to to the camp society which will then be be dispersed as as per your your designation or I believe there's also a link that you can give directly to to the endowment fund but I'd have okay. to double check that you might just have to put yeah I'll designate I'll put that in the in the description below the video yep. or, or with the podcast. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. we'll provide some links one to the Pines mm -hmm. Bible Camp, BCMB camps, and yeah. uh, any any of that stuff. We'll, Fantastic. we'll uh, yeah, we'll get that out there so that people and can uh, if they want to donate directly to the camp. Yes, that's here. A, that, that's also a need. Yeah. Um, our our fees, our, our camper registration fees, are are subsidized a lot. Yeah. Um, by by donations and also by our our rentals our right. guest groups that come out but um our our group fees and our camper registration fees only cover about two-thirds of our budget so right um our, the support that we get from our donors is absolutely phenomenal mm -hmm. and it does make up that that last third right um and that goes into just covering salaries and power bills and telephone and internet and all the, the, all, the all the things that we, we operational need to operate. expenses yeah Yep. And uh, um, and also, you know, you can designate to go to camper sponsorship, which will help uh, right. families or, or campers, individuals yep. come to, to Pines if they can't afford it. Yep. That's something that we do offer um, quite quite freely as right. well. Yep. Um, so so yeah, best, best way to donate to the camp locally? Would just come to the camp's website, pinesbiblecamp.com. There's a support us okay. link. Yep. Um, I'll have to make sure it's all... Today, but yeah, <laughs> I, the, the link does, the link should work. All the okay. wording on there still might be COVID related. Right. Yeah. Okay. No yes. problem. But it's all it's all there. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So, so that's uh, so awesome. Yeah, we want to be praying for the camp. We want to be giving to the camp, uh, both financially and and just time wise. So April thirtieth, there is a cleanup day at the camp, and that's going to start at what time? Nine. Nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And bring rakes, shovels, whatever. Bring your rakes, shovels. Cleaning rags, whatever. We yep. do have lots of cleaning supplies, but yeah, just yep. if, if you've got tools and stuff to help, there's some building projects that, yep. I mean, some cabin repair and things. So yep. if you want to give a hand with, with any of that, um, we could use some some skill. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> and, uh, and then we, uh, Gospel Chapel, we have the family camp booked for the last weekend in June. And then once they get into day camps in July, it's probably going to need volunteer helpers for all sorts of stuff Absolutely. during the summer. Yep. You can get a hold of Tim. Uh, yeah. There's there's an application process actually. Yep. So so we encourage all of our volunteers to apply. It's a really short application. It's four or five 
questions long. It's not it's not daunting by any stretch. Okay. Um, and again, that link is on our website under the staff and volunteers okay. um, tab. And and we and part of that process is just a criminal record check, which yep. is on, done online as well. It's just part of the, the process, part of the, just what we have to yep. do to ensure the protection of, of our yep. campers, but also the protection of our volunteers and our staff to just make sure there's no yep. questions there. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's a pretty straightforward process. Um, and yeah. And if you want to speak at camp, um, feel free <laughs> to, to reach out. There's a few weeks left that we're looking for for speakers, right. whether day camps or overnight camps. Okay. So yeah, lots of lots of opportunities to serve. Probably more than I could say right now. Right. <laughs> awesome. So uh, check out the website. Uh, there will be a link in the description below. Head to Pines Bible Camp. Um, if you're local and you know where it is, take a drive by. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd love to. If you, if you haven't been there for a while, I'd love to show yeah. you around and give you a tour. Yeah. Um, if you want to just come out with your family on yep. May long weekend, do some camping, let me know and we can open up a, an RV site for you. Yeah. Yeah. Look forward to seeing yeah. you. Awesome. Well, thanks, Tim. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's great to hear a bit of your story, your journey with Christ and God's call to the camp here. And uh, we're looking forward to what God's going to do this summer and beyond. So thanks so much uh, for taking the time today. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. See you next time. See ya. <laughs>